Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Today I'm talking with new friend Lynn, who, all oh, that rhymes, okay, look at me. Um, we're talking, um, having brownies for breakfast, and really eating overall healthy, and going into it today. So, it's a good one. Let's get into it. Well, welcome to the Sunshine Stephen Podcast, new friend. How are you? Thank you. I am just fine, which is incredible when you think about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in these years that we are living. Yes. Yeah, you know, yes, I'm happy to say I am breathing. I'm on good. my feet. I'm good. And the weather outside is beautiful. Oh, good. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Northern California on the oh, coast. Oh, nice. So, yeah, feeling really lucky about that right now because reading the news about you know, the Great Britain hotter than ever, you know, England breaking records and Spain and Portugal and Texas and all, well, Texas, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to Texas anymore. Yeah, let's just be honest about that. And frankly, Florida. Mm, nope. uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. um, so, so yeah. So it's, I'll be honest. Most all people fine. in Florida, like myself, don't want to be here either. <laughs> so, Plans are being made to go elsewhere. Okay, well, you know, we can go there if you want, but um, yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, climate-wise and political-wise, Florida is not the great place to be right now. It <laughs> so. may not be where you or Disney want to be right now. Um, oh, oh, Disney. <laughs> I know. I Yeah, bless it. Especially, yeah, I could, that could be a whole... <laughs> Other that's another show. <laughs> yeah, that's that another whole, show. Okay. Another right. conversation. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So, California, my sister in law is actually, she just landed in California for work last night, but it was, it was late, much later here. Not much later. It was like three hours, I think, later yeah, here. Yeah. And I was like, good luck. <laughs> Have fun. Like, I've never yeah. traveled to a different time zone other than one hour. So, I wouldn't even know how to adjust to that. Oh, well, coming this way, it's not too hard. Well, it's okay. I need to um I need to travel more, but again, you know what? <laughs> the Steven, world we're everybody in. really needs to travel more. It's a huge problem that we live in a country where an enormous number of people have never been anywhere. I, I always say this as one of my fun facts, but I'm not too proud of it. But I have never been on an airplane because I've never had the opportunity to travel anywhere that needed an airplane. Wow. Okay. So really and yet here you are doing this podcast going all over the place, which is True. so sweet. But there are things that we just don't learn unless we stand in somebody else's shoes, unless we stand on somebody else's streets and are in their homes and in their schools and so on. And I, I took it so for granted. I mean, growing up, um, we traveled, you know, the minute you could. Yeah. You, you were out the door on your way somewhere. And, and at that time, it was, I think, a lot easier to do it. Um, the URL pass, you know, the, uh, the world beckoned and we went on freighters and um, I, I bought a one-way ticket to, to Paris when I was, I think, 19 or 20. And, um, 
went on a, a ship, an old ship. Uh, it was a German liner called the Bremen, which I didn't know at the time because I didn't know anything. I'm just going to Paris. I'm just, I'm out of here. Yeah. And, uh, and I had grown up with that being the thing I wanted to do and be when I grew up. I was going to Paris and I was going to be an artist. And so there you are. Um, of course, actually getting there yeah. <laughs> made my life change a little bit yeah. I ended up selling newspapers on the street among other things and nannied and and so on but it was but being in another culture is the best education any of us oh, yes. have it's so important and there are a lot of people who would claim that one of the big problems in the United States now is that we have this huge population of people who have never been anywhere but among their own people in their own county, in their own town, in their own church. They've never experienced yes. any other way of living. And so uh, here's my proposition. Let's get buses, yeah. load everybody <laughs> up and take them places. Yes. You know? I agree. Yeah. Coming from small country backwoods town and then going to a uh, university, I was like, what is this? <laughs> like there's People from all over different. So what backwoods town did you grow up in? Where did you grow up? So really two. One is Blackshear, Georgia, um, which is nothing but farmlands. I grew up on a farm for a good bit and then um, ended out uh, in Callahan, Florida, which is about 45 minutes outside of Jacksonville, if there's no traffic, that is. Um, and it, But still very small, both small town, small-minded people. Um, and I talk about that openly and freely because okay, let's just say that they're darling people who have true. just never been anywhere. Yes, but it, but that's and that's exactly what the feel was, and I always knew, yeah, this isn't for me. There are some people that they love it. That's great, not I. And there are some folks that I knew that did venture out. They knew different cultures and things like that, but just one in that small town living, and I'm like, that's cool. But then you have the opposite that are like. So Extreme. you'll be interested to know that my trajectory was the opposite of yours. Oh, wow. I was actually born in Hollywood, California. Oh, wow. <laughs> Complete shift. <laughs> Complete right? Opposite. Is that crazy? And grew up in the Pasadena area, which is kind of the hills up yeah. above Hollywood, and could not wait to get out. Just couldn't wait to be out of there because it's I didn't, so like, yeah, didn't like anything about it. Um, no, that's not true. Uh, I, I like my friends. I, I, you know, I liked roaming around the hills on horseback and, and some of the things that came with the life, but the buildings shaped like hot dogs and donuts and stuff like that. There was, you know, it makes a person really believe in, in sort of past lives and things, mm. because I swear to God, I, it, some of my earliest memories were looking around going, what is wrong with this place? Is this the Who world? This? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is just tacky. Yeah. I mean, tacky. And I, I mean, there were parts of Pasadena that were beautiful. And I spent a lot of my youth in the basement of the Pasadena Public Library, which was a brilliant, wonderful place to be uh, cool. And that wonderful library smell. Oh, yes. Oh, it was so quiet and so beautiful. I love it. And it hasn't changed. Last time I saw it, it's still magnificent. But uh, Southern California, and when I was 11, uh, 
parents took us on a little, the first vacation where we had mm -hmm. driven a long way and we went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's an oh, wow moment yeah. for a kid from, from L.A. Yeah. I, I, all I could think about was why would anybody choose right. to live in L.A. if they could be in the Grand Tetons, yeah. if they could be at Jenny Lake, if they could have the, those beautiful fences, you know, if they could have elk. I, I just was besotted, just fell so in love with, with Wyoming. And almost bought property there, not that, and it was like maybe 20 years ago. And people pointed out to me that it was really, really cold for oh, yeah. a lot of the year. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided, yeah, maybe that wouldn't work. Yeah, out. let's but, skip yeah. that one. Yeah. That yeah. is But I, I did wind up on a little farm outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, Love starting Charlotte. in like 1975. And I had neighbors who had never been to Charlotte. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This part of North Carolina, very rural, um, it, Stanley County. And I had friends and neighbors there whose mamas had worked in the t-shirt factory and their grandmamas had worked in the t-shirt factory and they were working in the t-shirt factory and they had never been even to Charlotte. Wow. And they couldn't believe that. And I'm going to leave out a lot of the story because I wound up a single mother, three little babies, mm -hmm. you know, crazy thing. Um, and I drove into Charlotte to work at an advertising agency and took my kids to daycare. My local neighbors were like, what? <laughs> you know, what? You drive a half hour to go to work in Charlotte? Um, yeah. And I had, I had a couple of friends who it was, it would have made a great sitcom because yeah. um, one was the sheriff who didn't have anybody to talk to because he had been all over the world. He'd been in the service. And so he'd seen all this stuff. So he would come and have coffee with me in the kitchen and we would talk. And, and then another guy was a horse trainer from down the street and he was gay. And so he, he didn't know who he could talk to, but yeah. I, he could talk to me. I'm from Hollywood, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with me. And he was a brilliant horse trainer. So we had this funny little group of yeah. misfits. Right? It really is a sitcom where the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll write that one of these days. Yeah. It was great. So, but I eventually had to run off. I had to leave in 1980. We, um, uh, me and my husband, we actually moved to Charlotte <laughs> in 2019 and just yeah. moved back last january because we were like oh we miss family but now we're like make a visit Maybe not. <laughs> well, charlotte love honey, it and i was flying because i was going to new york to do shoots and stuff and and so i would fly from charlotte mm -hmm. to um jfk charlotte you get off the plane walk through a little lobby and get in your car that was parked out in front of the lobby it was this teeny tiny little regional airport, so easy and friendly and fun. I mean, there was nothing in Charlotte. Yeah. And now it's this it's, big oh, yeah. uh, commercial financial center. It is, yes. Southeast. It's a beautiful town. It was always a, a it is so beautiful. And we, we miss it very much. And talking to a lot of locals when we lived there, they were like, this was nothing. <laughs> It was nothing before. And yeah. I'm like, now there's yeah. so much there. And it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. 
lot of outskirts even the outskirts you can go and get in the mountains or wineries and stuff like that where but it's much more sophisticated in so many ways but but 35 miles outside of charlotte yeah not the same story nope <laughs> yeah we've took a couple wrong turns and be like ah! and maybe not <laughs> let's turn around yeah, yeah maybe not no definitely well also that's a good little preemptive uh into really who you are I always like to give you the opportunity because you know you better than anybody else give the um listeners a little spiel of who you are what you do and then we'll go from there do we ever know who we are probably not I hope not because at 29 like I said I still don't (laughs) well and and at 76 I feel really clueless about a lot of things I mean more clueless every day (laughs) about so many things I mean the world is changing fast oh yes it's really changing and so who i am is a grandma Stephen. um those are the letters i like behind my name um yeah. I'm, I'm really happy and proud to be a grandma i have a 14 year old granddaughter who speaks to me sometimes still she's yeah. yeah she's 14 and um and then i have a grandson who's eight months old oh, wow. um, who is utterly perfect and completely charming and um, so that's big fun. And then uh, I am out here talking about longevity. And I have a book out called Brownies for Breakfast, a cookbook for diabetics and the people who love them, uh, which right. is you need all to talk about, more about that because <laughs> yeah, I, need, I need some recommendations. Well, I have got the book for you. Oh, good. Because I, yeah. my doctor and my husband have gotten on to me. I'm pre-diabetic and I need to do Honey, better. I can, I can <laughs> fix you up. In Good. Cause I am sugar is like my only weakness. I've never touched your drug, nothing like that, but put a case okay, of bonus in front of me. Stop right done. there. Sugar is <laughs> absolutely more addictive true. than heroin. That is true. I have We've got idea. the receipts. We have the science. That's not a, you know, a little tricky way of it. Yeah. It is true. It is absolutely addictive. And so you're going to have my book immediately. Okay, I'm make sure it gets in your hands immediately because it's a lot about how to not eat sugar, which is hard yes. when you're eating the sad diet, the standard American diet, because literally everything you pick up in a box, in a bag, has sugar in it. Oh yeah. And everything that you eat all day is ground up poor quality flour. And that you might as well be sugar. It's actually, you, you now know what the glycemic index is, right? Yes. Okay. And so any white ground up thing is not your friend. Yeah. And so, so in the book, I, I talk and I've been diabetic since I was in my forties. But guess what? I'm not anymore. Oh, see, there we go. See, so there's there's proof in I would say pudding, but <laughs> no, pudding's okay. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a, sugar yeah. is it's just the heart. And it once I did go to the doctor and she was like, "Hey, I hate to break it to you, you need to slow your roll, or else you're gonna get there." Yeah. And reading, just reading anything, ingredients, I'm like, sugar, 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 sugar yeah. is in everything. 
And my husband's like, duh, didn't you? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't clearly pay attention to this. But here's the good news. You're going to eat better than you've ever eaten. You're going to eat more beautiful food, tastier food. And because when you do eat sugar and a lot of meat and bread, you're missing out. You're filling, you're filling yourself up with the stuff that's not that great. Not only nutritionally, but taste-wise. Yeah. And yeah. it always, it, I, I find myself too, like the downward spiral. Oh my gosh, that looks delicious. Vanilla shortcake. Uh-huh. Done. It's with, that's got <laughs> apricots on it. And um, I mean, I could just open this puppy up to any yeah. page. Sorry, it's listeners, you don't get um, visuals. sugar cookies. So to get visuals, you have to buy the book now. <laughs> yeah, you have to buy the book. Because this is a thing that- And I love co- cookies is my weakness- I have to keep them out of the house because, oh, and I love anything lemon. Oh, oh, that's right up my alley because lemon. You is... could stick your whole face in this <laughs> and wear it in your hair and it will not hurt you. It's, it's made out of lemons. Oh, I need it because lemons. I love. And the, the secret Stephen is, and there's a whole section in here that, that will tell you everything. And here's my kitchen. Isn't it fabulous? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's, so you, you all the pictures were they in your actual kitchen or? Not only that, but I took most of them, almost oh, nice. all of them, with my iPad, and I did that for a reason, because I was in the advertising industry, so mm-hmm. I know what they had to do to that chicken to make it look okay. Oh, I've case. seen the TikToks, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> right. So I wanted to do the cookbook where the food would be the same food you were cooking and would come out looking the, the way it looks when you cook it. That's a um, good point because there's been times where I follow a recipe and I'm like, this looks nothing like it. Like what absolutely. happened? <laughs> so, so in, and what I wanted here was to fix you. I wanted to, oh, here, oh, this is a classic pumpkin pancakes. Did you think of that as diet food? No, but I, no, I want some, I, we are big pumpkin lovers in the rice household. Okay. <laughs> You have now gotten in touch with the right woman because um, I live in an area where we raise pumpkins all over the place and I love pumpkins. Yes. So, and the title of the book, Brownies for Breakfast, the brownies and a lot of other things in here are made with pumpkin, no oh. butter. Oh. No flour, no oil, no butter, no. My mind and is blown. <laughs> Great. I am here to, to blow your mind because pumpkin and nut butter make this fabulous combination mm-hmm. that is richer and yummier than you get with flour and sugar. And, and so, and I sweeten with, and I just turned to this and I want you to see this little puppy right here. Oh, no I, sugar. And I love donuts. So. Who doesn't love donuts? I, uh, but best. you can have that. You can have as many of those as you want. Oh, look, delicious. Good food. It's just, it's, you have to know how to make it. And of course they're baked. They're not fried. Oh, here's another one. Pumpkin pie spice donut. Hello. Oh, beautiful. Now I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for fall. everything pumpkin. Well, the pumpkin never stops around here. We don't wait for fall. Oh yeah. We always, we just go into overload during fall. Oh. I love a good brownie. So, so are you Mimi? Are you? I am Mimi. That's my grandma name. 
Oh, that's that was my sister's name because we couldn't say Amanda, but we could say Mimi as a kid. So that's what we called her. (laughs) Yeah, I went through that thing that grandparents with their first grandchild go through. What do I want the baby to call me? You know, and one day she said, Mimi. (laughs) I went, okay, sure. Stay with that. Yeah. Like Like you said, you've been called worse things. So you're like, great. (laughs) That's just fine. So I have a whole section in here on um, somewhere in here, I'll have to look it up. Oh, and I talk a lot about sleeping because people don't understand, that's my bedroom, isn't that beautiful? Oh, nice. Um, People don't understand the relationship between sleeping and food and um, weight and metabolism and all that. So there's a section in here somewhere, you'd think I would know where it is, but um, on sweeteners, because there are sweeteners out there now that if you haven't really, if you haven't been writing a book about it, you might not know, not know yeah. right? That there's monk fruit, there's erythritol, there's chicory root. These are fabulous. People say, well, what about stevia? Eh, I don't particularly like stevia. It's, it works for some things, yeah. But, but there are these other newer sweeteners that are fantastic. They're really, really good. Um, and you can get them online. You can get them at the health food store. Mm-hmm. You can bake with them. You can put them on everything. Um, and you can get them in brown sugar type or, or confectioner sugar type or whatever. And you will not know you're not eating sugar, except that at some point, two, three weeks, if you taste sugar again, you go, Probably, oh, yeah, I don't like it because your, your chemistry actually changes. Yeah. Your saliva changes. I didn't know that when I started out doing this, it changes. So it just, you don't prefer sugar anymore. You've broken your addiction. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> that is exactly. See, you needed it, a Mimi. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, not to bring the, my Mimi, I lost her in 2020. So that's enters in the downward spiral of I'm going to eat my feelings and that's what I do. (laughs) So the quarantine 15 turned into 20 to 25 to, and my husband's like, you have to stop eating. And I was like, yeah, no, the doctor says it now too. And he's like, Okay, and I have news for you, Stephen. You don't have to stop eating. You just have to stop eating crap. And that's what, yeah, that's what he meant. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I know, it's yeah. the crap okay. that gets me. Every page I open to, here's something else. You're going to love oh. cowgirl caviar. And I mean, you could just eat until the cows came home with that stuff. And it's not going to, it's all super nutritious food. And what happens is when you're eating nutrient-dense food, your body goes, okay, thanks, that's good. Yeah. That's enough. That's good. Yeah. Um, and it, do you want to talk about fasting now? Are you ready? Yeah, because I, I, well, my husband did a lot better than I did that whole intermittent fasting thing when it happened, but then he stopped that and was like, man, I don't know if this is for me. It, I lasted a day and was like, nope, <laughs> I can't. Well, if you do it thoughtfully, here's summer squash casserole. And I love, oh, I love squash. And mm-hmm. oh, that looks perfect for summer too. Yeah. And it's cheap and it's good. Um, and okay, this, any Southern boy knows about deviled eggs. We love deviled eggs so much. You have never had my. Well, deviled. I'm going to have to do it now because we, I mean, 
and it started to catch on in a lot of restaurants now you could get an appetizer and so we're like yeah sure we'll try it but sometimes we're like mm, it's hit, it's very hit and miss although i'm reading that dijon mustard is in short supply <gasps> um yeah the crops um oh, yeah. The, yeah the the mustard seeds that go in dijon came from uh someplace yeah, um, and they're short. Yeah, and they're short. But but my deviled eggs are made with veganaise or veganaise. Some people call it. And and by the way, the book is vegan if you want it to be. It's pescatarian if you want it to be. It's vegetarian if you want it to be. Um, it's designed so that you can tune it. You know, if you want to oh, add smart. Yeah. something to it. But I have had periods where I've been totally, totally vegan because I was always experimenting, you know, mm. with what is really going to get me the best effect right. as uh, a diabetic. And I got a major drop when I went vegan uh, and all the information that I have acquired uh, over recent years basically points to if you're going to eat meat, Mm -hmm. Don't do it often and make sure you're eating the best quality grass fed and finished on grass meat that you can possibly find. And well, isn't that going to be expensive? No, because you're not going to be eating very much of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not going to come right out and tell people that they need to be a vegan or else. And there are plenty of, you know, this, there are plenty of vegans that are not healthy. They eat crap, oh, yeah. they eat sugar and, you yeah. know, processed food. But, um, uh, but that is smart. And I love how you did incorporate it. Cause you can kind of build it to, you can tune it. Yeah. How you, to you who live you live your life. Yeah. 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 But so it's about sleep and the, and the intermittent fasting thing is a thing that uh, do you know about autophagy? I do not. That's a what is that? <laughs> it sounds like a brand it's, new buzzword. <laughs> well, it is, and you're gonna love this. Um, and when I learned it, I absolutely loved it. Makes so much sense. And when you when you when I tell you, you're gonna go, oh, okay, it's a grandma thing, right? <laughs> it's totally a grandma thing because it's about cleaning your closet. Only it's in your brain. Oh. Um, Autophagy is, it actually literally means self-eating. And it's the process that your cells do when they're up there grooming themselves mm -hmm. and neighboring cells. And then they send the detritus down through your system, but they can only do this when there's no traffic. It's just mm -hmm. like the folks down on the freeway, right? They have to wait till 1 a.m. or whatever, and the traffic's all gone, and they get out the shovels and the stuff, and they clean. So autophagy is your body's way of cleaning itself internally. But here's the catch. That is only triggered after they're trying to decide whether it's 16, 18 hours of no food. Oh. Right. But think about this. That's not that long. So for example, the way I organize my eating day is I'm done at two or three o'clock. I've mm -hmm. eaten everything I'm going to eat. So the next day at 10 or at noon, it's 16, 18 hours yeah. more. So what, what happens is you've cleaned yourself. 
And we think it's ordinary to get in the shower and do it. Right. Why wouldn't you understand that there was a cleansing process that needed to take place? Because we know what you've been throwing down, you know, Um, and and your cells age out. They wear out. Uh, Things need to be replaced and actually recycled. Your cells recycle things. And you can learn, you know, if you look it up online, autophagy, there are plenty of uh, researchers and docs out there talking about it because they find it very exciting as yeah. I do. Uh, and it's one of the things that's, that's why they say that fasting calorie deprivation, bad word. We need to think of something better than that um, can lead to 20, 30 more years of your life. When you look at people with extreme longevity, one of the commonalities is that they don't eat that much and they skip some meals. Uh, Their lives have involved some calorie deprivation. And when you think about it, we all have talked about paleo and keto and all these things. All that. Well, three, 4,000 years ago, people were not eating three to five meals a day. They were not throwing down pizza at 11 o'clock at night in front of Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. they, they felt very lucky to get a meal in a day or every other day. You, you just, you weren't eating all the time. So people are actually hardwired when you think about it to go without, Yeah, you know, we're, we're wired so that we can withstand want. And, and if you have tried intermittent fasting and failed, one of the things that happens is you it's self-talk because we all have this fear in this culture of not eating. Yeah. Of being hungry. Yeah. You know, we think hunger is a bad thing. Um, so it's, it's retooling yourself a little bit. And I know I had to kind of say to myself, well, is that really hunger? You feel, you know, is that a hunger pain or a hunger pang? And if you have a glass of water, and, and you get busy and distract yourself. And all of a sudden, another two hours have gone by and you go, oh, yeah, right. I was going to eat, but I didn't. Yeah. It's just like so many other things in our lives where you just need to think about it in a different way. And in your case, my darling dear, um, and, and if we're talking about um, whether you're type 2 diabetic or a borderline type 2 diabetic or whatever, you should be very motivated to take care of this now oh, yes. because you know what the first symptom is that most men feel. I'm scared. <laughs> well, it's erectile dysfunction. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That too could be yours if you keep eating that stuff. And what that erectile dysfunction is telling you is that you have internal Sloggage in your baggage mm-hmm. because of what you're doing to your blood. And that's just the first of a whole series of breakdowns that are going to be in your future if you don't get the message now. And you're so lucky to know at 29 that this is an issue. Yes. Because you can fix it. You can totally fix it. See, you're re-motivating me because I was <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> no, no, no. And here's the beauty of it. And, and I hope I can be inspiring to you. Oh, yes, of course. And anybody else that's listening, that's because it is a struggle 
with a lot of but folks. The, but the beauty of it is, and and um, you know, I know that this is audio only, but but I still clean up pretty good for seventy six. Oh yeah. And I'm mean as a snake and I can chase down a dog or a kid or, you know, a wayward horse or whatever. And I'm, I'm living a very good life. And, and that's the beauty of it. It, you, it's not guaranteed, but you certainly improve your chances greatly if you take it seriously now. And I think for me, the advantage was I learned early, not compared to you, but compared to the way it was back in the day. Right. Having been diagnosed in my early forties, I didn't eat sugary stuff and I was watching my, I was eating fewer carbs and I was trying to exercise and I was on my way to learning how to manage it. It's taken me this long. I mean, the, the improvements in my diet and so on in the last five years have been much more than I did earlier because you're busy, you know, and you don't yep. know. Um, it takes time and takes research time. and yeah. And here's the thing. Somebody has to go in the kitchen and chop something. Somebody has to cook. <laughs> this is not going to happen unless you make food at home. Very true. Yes. Nobody can see the face that I'm making for you. That's too bad. <laughs> yes. Cause it's, that is another downfall of, you know, it's too easy to order or in, dash to, and, yep. through, to go out. <laughs> yes, and yeah. you, you, you have to know that the people in that darling restaurant do not have your good health in their mind. True. They don't care. Uh, we love them. But they're in business to get you to come back and eat more and come back and eat more. And the way they get you to come back and eat more is to put more sugar and more cream and more fat and stuff in the food. And likewise, the people making that bag of Doritos are in the business to have you continue to eat them until you are a bloated mess. Mm -hmm. They don't care if you're not healthy. They have shareholder value to be concerned about. And so the only thing that matters is for you to keep eating that crap and eating and eating it. Have you, have I been hollering at you a little bit? No, <laughs> but okay. I needed it because I have, I'm so, I put off going back to the doctor because I'm, I'm like, I know it's not going to be the results that they want. I need to do better. Okay, you need to get my book and I'm going to check up on you. I need to because I'm so, I'm like, I literally just had Wendy's. (laughs) I need to get together. No, yeah. And you're going to, you're going to love the way you look. Not that you don't look lovely now, but you will drop weight like crazy without dieting. If you just start eating the foods, you should be eating more. And it, and one of the things that I recommend strongly in the book, people go, what is to eat dark greens three times a day, if you can, two or three times a day, which, you know, and if just getting in the habit of looking what's on your plate and seeing what colors everything is, yeah. if there's not a lot of green going on on your plate, you're not eating Sounds, right. Yeah. And, and you can do it by doing smoothies, you know, and it's not just salads. There are a lot of creative ways and I have them in the book. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Eating greens, but you, it, there's no way that you're going to get there without eating vegetables, Stephen. 
Uh, yeah, that's another big it's thing huge. I need to be better at. Well, everybody, everybody. So that's what this book is about, is how to take your vegetables and make them fabulous in an easy, fast way. You know, I'm not a chef. Um, I'm not an MD. I'm a snarky grandma. <laughs> and, and I'm a grandma in a hurry. So I don't like to be changing the kitchen, doing a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I like to do it easy. But know that you cannot be the healthy man you want to be without cooking. You just have to go into the kitchen and make some stuff. But you're going to be so smug and so proud of yourself with the stuff you're making. Plus, your friends will be really impressed. Yeah, I'm sure I can guarantee you my husband would be very impressed as well, too, because right now my arsenal is making a grilled cheese, chili, or a bowl of cereal. That's all I can cook. Okay, you just made my tummy hurt. (laughs) Some of the worst things, and it's like, that's all I can, that's, he is the one that cooks, and I need to do better, because it's not fair that he he has to cook every single meal, just about. No, and he's going to love this book, and he is going to, because the title, remember, the subtitle is For Diabetics and the People who love them because what I want is everybody at the table eating the same stuff. Yeah. I don't want you to have some things that you have to eat and him to have some things that he has to eat. And grandpa has stuff that he has to eat. And then little Mary Ellen has stuff. She has to, that's BS. Yeah. Sit down and have good food together. Food that everybody will like. It's in the book. I will definitely, I'll have to get it. And check in with you because you can hold me accountable. <laughs> That's I, for sure. I absolutely will hold you accountable. At, when we are done with this broadcast today, I want you to send me the stats. I want to know what your hemoglobin A1C is. I want to know how much you weigh, how tall you are, all that. I will know more about you than you really want me to know. But, <laughs> but uh, this is your really snarky, angry fairy godmother here. And uh, you're 29, your baby we can fix this and the whole rest of your life gets better. Good. I'm, I'm excited slash a little nervous, but <laughs> that's the world that we live in. We need to be a little nervous yes. with. Okay. New, you get to pick on me now. How about that? You okay, cool. Okay. Now let me ask you some questions. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm right here. I'm Talking about uh, being inspired. I always like to ask us who inspires you. It doesn't have to be, a certain person, it could be a group of people. Who inspires you? Who are the the folks that come to mind? Well, right now, this week, it's the people who stand up for our rights, Mm. our body autonomous rights, our rights as humans that we have fought so hard for and that have been taken away. Which is... Again, and a whole other episode I could do that makes that's more angry. than one episode. But yeah, that could be a which so, is sad that it should even be. It should, but we all are responsible for participating, maybe more than we have been participating. Maybe we yes. took some things for granted. Uh, and and we need to get out there and fix this. I mean, oh, yes. it's 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 really don't get me started. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I get it. That okay. has been, I was like, I don't even want to go to work. I don't want to, 
I'm just bitter. And I was like, it's not, but again, I think men should also lend their voices and help out. But it's like, I can even imagine being a female. No, we are in this completely together. Yeah. We are in this together. This isn't just about women. True. Is, uh, that's very true. I wish all men would realize that. <laughs> me too. But frankly, do I want there to be a lot more women in government? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know, in a way, my test would be, have you ever been up all night with a sick baby? No. Okay. Sorry. Next. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, how can you know anything about managing anything yeah. if you haven't cared for an elderly relative through a disease, you mm-hmm. know, if, if you haven't, um, and in my case, I was homeless. Mm. I was a single mother of three babies, two, three, and four, um, when I had to leave my marriage and leave my home. It, you know, how, how can somebody govern right has no clue what life is like right that is i feel like that should be a good sound bite that i'm gonna put in this episode when i promote it um i do want to spend some time with random questions that i have hit me baby they are all random meant to have fun let's go if you had a catchphrase, what would it be? <laughs> a catchphrase. A catchphrase. If you're on a sitcom and you had a catchphrase, what do you think it would be? <laughs> well, maybe it would be hit me, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> How's that? That is a good one. Uh, if you were the eighth dwarf in the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which would then be eight dwarfs, what would your name be? Snarky. That is, that's true. It does. Uh, Uh What is your favorite, which I guess, what is your favorite season of the year in California? Oh, that's easy. Summer. Yeah. The, the, when the, when the dragonflies come out, I just light up like a Christmas tree. I, um, summer's magic here. Oh yeah. I feel like in Florida, you get short summer, long summer, not so much summer. Like it's, so, you know, in Florida, what you get is alligators eating old ladies. I read yeah. papers. I know what you get. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, what is one song you can sing every word to? Oh, goodness, that's hard because I can't memorize anything. <laughs> um, it would be a Swamp Rock tune, probably. Um it would be maybe um, J.J. Gray's You're the Sweetest Thing. Because there's only like 10 words in the song. Right. <laughs> that is. But I oh, love it. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this would be a hard one. So if you have to name multiple, what is your favorite meal slash meals? You're like, these are too broad. I do so many. Well, no, it's brownies for breakfast. I need that How about that? Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite board game? My favorite what? Board game. Board game. Oh, it, you know, it used to be Scrabble, but then everybody stopped playing with me because I was just brutal. Yeah, I'm the world's worst spellers. I've only played Scrabble probably twice in my life. I actually won once, but yeah, not the best. Yeah, I'm a nightmare uh, in Scrabble. Yeah. If you could be best friends with any celebrity in the world, who would it be? Well, I actually am best friends with a celebrity. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Um, Deidre Hall is my BFF and we wrote a couple of books together and oh, nice. have been hanging since she was 19. I was 21, I think. Um, and I hire, I was way over my head working for Redken Laboratories, uh, cosmetic, you know, hair mm. stuff. Yeah. And um, I hired her from her head sheet. I thought she looked like Angie Dickinson. And, um, and so she arrives for the look-see and she's this skinny, freckly thing, fresh from Florida. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we fell madly in love and, and have been buds all this time. Oh, nice. Uh, and who, I mean, talk about weird. When you know someone, she was 19, and she claims it was her first modeling job with me, but I don't know if it really was. Mm. But she has now been on her soap, Days of Our Lives, for longer than, I think she holds some kind of record for the oh, most wow. airtime, because she's been on that since 1976. I mean, she's been in a coma and she's been killed off and you know, run over and stuff, but typical soap opera stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like... But the fact, and you know, we just had a long yak yesterday, day before um, she's in LA and I'm here. So we, so COVID has kept us apart. We haven't actually been able to be in the same room very much. And, yeah. um, but we were talking about the fact that we, j- if anyone could have told us that she would be still working at NBC, on days of our lives, after all these years, we wouldn't have believed it. I mean, it, in in it, Hollywood, right? It seems so. Yeah, you know, and especially because her career started, she was a pretty blonde, you know, and we all know that pretty blondes don't have a lot of longevity in the business. Yeah. You have a season or two, and then it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> oh, there's done. a there's a younger blonde, yeah. pretty blonde coming in. Let's, yeah. yeah. So um, she's been the best possible BFF celebrity that I could have hoped for. And I, I, you know. Well, that's good. That's a beautiful friendship right there that yeah. you, you would pick her. That's awesome though. Oh, I do have one other celebrity story. Of course. Yeah. Um, because it's sort of a, a sort of an odd couple kind of thing. Um, I, I was at UCLA in 1964, 1965, mm-hmm. 66. And um, I went to my 20th reunion in whenever that was, 86. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was broke ass and a mess. And my friend Deidre had to loan me clothes, you know, so that I'd look halfway decent to go to this thing in Pasadena. And this, this friend from sort of acquaintance, I should say, from high school came up to me and said, you're Lynn Parmeter, right? Yeah. You're the one in the book. What book? Yeah. Uh, he said, well, didn't you know Lou Alcinder? I said, yeah. Well, haven't you seen his new book? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's new book? No. Well, you're in it. You should probably go get it. So <laughs> I left the high school reunion. Yeah. And went straight to the you know, Barnes and Noble or whatever was open yeah. and bought the book. Um, and, I, you know, I'm summoned through yeah. going, wait, Where it was the 60s. I? It was the 60s. You know, <laughs> come on. Uh, and who remembers? Um, and it was really sweet. He was a freshman when I was a sophomore. And we became 
friends. He was in my English class and he was brilliant. And so, and I, we would talk about English literature, you know, and yeah. he would bring me books of Ferlinghetti poems and we would sit on the lawn and be intellectual together, which is what you did in those days. Um, and, but I didn't realize in the book, he talked about how I just disappeared um, and how he just, it, he was brokenhearted. Oh. I didn't realize I was his big crush. I thought we were just, you know, yeah. friends and, and I adored him, but I, my mother had just died. I was a mess. So I took off um, for Paris, as I've already described and disappeared and started a new life. Had no idea. So I got back to work after getting the book and reading that stuff. And I called him, called his office and um, left a message. I said, just tell him, you know, thank you. That's really sweet. Uh, and it was sweet to read it. And the phone rang about a half an hour later and it was him. And so, and he was between marriages and I was between marriages. And so we, we got together a few times, had a, a sweet reunion and uh, uh, saw each other really cool but I don't know how anybody yeah. has a good healthy lasting relationship with a professional athlete oh yeah I, I mean and Kareem is the best he's super smart extremely I mean the guy is just dripping with uh, intellectual vigor and mm -hmm. gratuitous you know uh, gravitas is what I mean um He's he's exceptionally strong in in his um, beliefs and his um, I don't know what would you call it he's a moral guy mm -hmm. but oh my goodness what these guys are surrounded with and they are all making too much money and 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 the fans and the groupies and the and the men who throw themselves at these guys. I mean, and here you are. And here I am, I'm like five, four on a good day, you know, and kind of on the shrimpy side <laughs> and, and he's seven and a half feet tall and just everybody knows what he looks like. He can't hide anywhere. He yeah, can't there's... slip in and out of anything. So um, really a, an interesting uh, challenge for relationships of any kind, you know, yeah. friendships or romances or whatever. No, definitely. But I have, I have nothing but praise for him. He's really a spectacular man. That's good. That's cool, though, that you, <laughs> you're like, what book? Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> well, if somebody said to you, you know, yeah. well, I wrote a book about you when you were 19. Oh, I would be, I would be Wait, <laughs> what? I'd be yeah. like, oh, was it good? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was wearing what? Yeah. I would... We were ingesting what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a, a one way to get your attention for sure. But yeah, that's yeah. awesome though that you were able to reconnect with them and thank him. At it least was for, awesome. I'm very know. grateful for that. It was real sweet. That's good. Uh, one question I always ask every guest because I'm big on mental health and talking about it. Um, if you are willing to share one thing, I was going to say, oh, this could be a problem, but go ahead. No, oh yeah, no. If you're willing to share one thing that you do um, to keep your mental health in check and something that helps you wusa in the world, especially now in these, these days. Oh, uh, I do a lot of things for my mental health. I pet my dogs. I go out in the garden. 
Uh, I talk to the birds and the frogs and the trees. And yes, I hug the trees. <laughs> I love <laughs> our trees. I mean, you know, yeah. Um, you know, there's nothing like actually going out and sniffing the grass and uh, being in the natural world. I, I, anyone who can't do it is is deprived for yes. sure. It, you're you're really missing something important. And I'm also close to the beach, so um, that's huge. So, so that's a big part of it. Yeah. Is, and every morning we wake up to the sound of the squawking birds and the quail. Um, and we feel like we know them and we feel like they know us, yeah. you know, you're, you're all part of the same universe. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good nature thing when you're able to, my, I always pick on my mother-in-law, but it's kind I'm really slightly jealous. and like, that's really cool. She, we name her mother goose because out in her backyard, she has a gate and then there's a pond and you name geese, ducks, all these birds. She feeds them. They, they won't. If we're out there, they will not come up. But they are like birds she, are so smart. She's named them so everything, and I'm like, and they listen to her. She'll say, "No, there's a, a duck pairing." Um, if they're listening, you know, <laughs> one's pure black and one's pure white. So she calls them salt and pepper. And mm-hmm. they, she was like, I think they must. I don't know if they're brother and sister, or if they're romantic, but they'll bicker sometimes just like wait your turns and they will sit down and wait and I'm like what I'm I'm calling discovery channel so you can get your own show on these so I always enjoy when, when folks say that they actually get out and communicate with nature's animals and stuff it's always yeah cool. and I I talk to the lizards I talk to the snakes um I talk to the bees you know and some of them kind of talk back yeah. <laughs> You will not I don't know me. if that's good. Mental yeah. health is not, but, um, you will not find me talking to a snake. I will be running, but. <laughs> no, I mean, we so appreciate what our snakes do uh, here and how interesting they are. And some of them are beautiful. I, yeah, snakes. I And I'm not in person, but, you know, going to. This does not extend to alligators, by the way. We don't have them and I don't want them. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty here. So if you ever do yeah. want your alligator fakes in one, yeah. just come to Florida. Just there, not doing it. Nope. No, I would. Nope. I don't, I don't blame you on there. Yeah. Snakes are, can be beautiful. I just choose to. Although here, and here's another dig on Florida. Sorry, but nope. I did read about the 215 pound boa mm-hmm. or python Something or whatever I... the hell it was. Yep. Giant ass snake that they found that they had to lure with boy snakes um to find her this giant thing i mean come on florida no just no if yeah nope that's one trust we are we are making plans to leave florida soon because it's i'm like uh no thank you it's yeah i don't like and i remember growing up I was born in Fort Lauderdale, but we moved at a very, I was very young. So I don't remember much, but I remember kind of like me and my therapist talked about it, a childhood trauma of going around like boardwalks and stuff like that. And people just hanging out with pythons and stuff, just walking around with them. And I'm like, I hated that as a kid, like, but it was just normal. Like people did that 
No, thank you. Recommendations. If you want to shoot out any movies, music, TV shows, books, or podcasts that you want to share with the world. And then I just happen to have a list right here. Oh, (laughs) good. You were prepared. Um, But because if you haven't seen it, the one of the best movies ever made, Strictly Ballroom. Strictly Ballroom. I have not. Australian. I'll have to look it up. You will be so happy I told you about this. Okay, fabulous. And um, that's a comedy. Uh, one that is a drama that I absolutely loved is Billy Elliot. Hmm. Did you see it? I have not, but I will. <laughs> I have to okay. put it on my list. <laughs> All right. And of course, everybody loves Princess Bride. I mean, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Classic um, for sure. And of course, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Hello. And um, did you ever see Umbrellas of Cherbourg? I have not. This, okay. I'm going to have to check on that. I know, too. As well as all this health-related stuff. Exactly. Because you must, you must see that. And of course, My Fair Lady, the Rex Harrison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. And then are we going to talk about books? Books. Mine? Yep. Bounties for Breakfast. Okay. Um, But also Michael Moss's book, Hooked. Brilliant book about the food industry that everybody Sure. This will help yeah. you even if you will read this. You'll go, oh, oh yeah, that's what I've been eating. Um, and Michael Pollan's, I don't know if it's his latest book. I, he does such wonderful work, uh, How to Change Your Mind. And it's now a Netflix series, which I highly recommend. Oh, nice. Yeah. How to Change Your Mind. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we go, if you could let listeners know where they can find you any social media you want to plug any projects Thank you. the floor yeah. is yours um, would love to have people go to my website sign up on my little list on the front of the website and i will send you mailers not often but always brilliant because it'll be something that i went oh this is such a great idea i need to to tell everybody uh, and they're short um so it's lynnbowman.com. That's all you need to remember. But remember the E on Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E-B-O-W-M-A-N.com. And on that page tells you, you can just do a click and get to the book. You can, all those social media links are there. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. All YouTube, that stuff. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's the Lynn Bowman channel. So if you just remember my name, and then my author name, you won't remember, but it's Lynn Parmeter Bowman. So if you put that in quotes, then that takes you to any of my podcasts or whatever. It's P-A-R-M-I-T-E-R in the middle. So it's Lynn, L-I-N-N-E, Parmeter Bowman, B-O-W-M-A-N. That's how you find me. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Lynn, so much for taking thank time you. and chatting with me. Um, I'll let you get some time back in your day. Uh, stay safe out there. Thank you so much. You think I am not going to be on your butt about this? I know. I'm ready, though. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Okay. I will send you uh, everything that you need. Wait, you said wait. Yeah. Hemoglobin A1C, height, weight. Consider it done. (laughs) Thank you again so much. Thank you. All righty. You have a good day now. We will have a continuing relationship, whether you want to or not. I'm here for it, though. Trust me. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Another great chat. Another moment to meditate. 
let me find something. Recognize that you are not your body. You know, sometimes our body be going through it. And we just realize that we shouldn't have to. <laughs> uh, meditate on the water in the fish tank. I feel like that could be a deeper meaning of, you know, meditate on something that brings life is more important. You know, think that over, ponder it over, mull it over, and enjoy this week's Meditation Minute. Well, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you are a return repeat offender, if not, if this was your first one, welcome. Be sure to subscribe and uh, follow my journey along this road of podcasting um, and leave reviews. That always helps as Rose walks away from me because she started appearing this speech. So <laughs> uh, thank you again to Lynn for coming on and talking. Go get the cookbook because when I tell you, I feel bad almost because y'all weren't able to see the visuals that I, were, I was being provided. They look so good and yummy. And I think it's really a reminder for all of us to be a little bit healthier and look into our our bodies and our health overall a little bit more and be mindful of that a little bit you know do 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 good in the world with health that sounds really but yep <laughs> rosa's back so again thank you so much you can follow me at sir steven rice on facebook instagram twitter tiktok so, uh, yep rose says you better do it or else she's gonna come find you so please go follow me and again share this with your friends rose is now squeaking her toy it's now her hour so i'm gonna end this and go play with my dog so 
Thank you again so much. Um, enjoy your day. Stay safe out there. Until next time, have a fantastic day.